everyone. Welcome to Big League Dreaming, the podcast, a show about fulfilling your dreams and taking it to the next level. Uh, thanks again for joining us this podcast. If you haven't been here before, it's a dad and his three sons where we talk a little bit about, actually a lot about baseball and our love for the game today. Today, joining us on the show is three of the, of the two, two of the three sons, can't even count today. Uh, it's Zach and Ty. Say hi, Zach. Hey, how's it going? Excited to chat baseball today. And Ty? What's going on? This is actually episode 40 for us. So we've been going at it for a while. Season three, episode 40. I love it. Uh, this is, yeah, it's been great. Uh, thanks again for everyone tuning in. If you haven't had a chance to check out the podcast, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. We'd love for you to hang out with us for a little while to talk baseball. And we talk about everything from Little League Baseball to the Major League level. Today's topic is the World Baseball Classic. Back after six years. Uh, both of you guys must be excited about it because it's probably been a few years since you saw a World Baseball Classic game, right, Zach? Yeah, absolutely. The The last time they had the World Baseball Classic was 2017. And then, you know, at that point, they're doing every four years. So 2021 was circled on the calendar. And then with COVID, they had to postpone everything. Um, so the qualifiers didn't start until last September um, for this year's World, World Baseball Classic. So definitely excited to see some international play. Ty, do you remember watching a lot of World Baseball Classic back in 17? You're probably too busy. You're probably yeah. were you still playing college baseball then? No, I wasn't playing college baseball. I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch uh really that much that year. But I remember before that, um, back when I was still living at home, uh it was awesome watching the games because they'd always be on like right before school because of, they'd be like played in Japan and games would start at three in the morning so you could wake up a little earlier and watch some baseball before going to school. So I always loved that they're on super early. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, I'm, I'm super excited as well, because, you know, I, as both of you know, uh, Ty, one of your, your gifts to me was to go to Mexico. And I went there in 2019 uh, to, uh, to go see, uh, well, see relatives, but also to uh, check out the um, uh, premiere uh, some of the games kind of leading up to the World Baseball Classic. So I got to see like the Netherlands play. I got to see Team USA, Team Mexico. So it was a lot of fun. You get excited. I ran to John Paul Morosi, you know, in the stands and he was laughing about that. So I'm super excited. Just to put things into perspective, folks, again, you're listening to Big League Dreaming, the podcast. World Baseball Classic begins in early March. Uh, they're already starting to work out right now. Um, but uh, this gives you an idea of how many superstars We'll be playing in this year's game. So um, there are this year's World Baseball Classic 2023, 67 MLB All-Stars, 186 players on 40-man rosters, 332 players under contract with big league teams. There are eight major league MVPs uh, in, in the lineups for several of these teams. So many of the top MVPs from the AL and, and the NL. Uh, it is loaded with stars, superstars, people you're going to know from every country just about right Zach yeah it's going to be really cool to see you know some of these players that aren't maybe you know the best player on their team in the MLB they are the best team on Netherlands or whatever it is um so since they're 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 getting their time to shine uh playing for their country and that's something that they're very proud of that's why a lot of guys want to want to compete in this um because you know, they, they don't have baseball in the Olympics anymore. It's World Baseball Classic. So um, the players take a lot of pride in competing in this big tournament. All right, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the format? Or do we want to start with the teams? What do you guys think? Uh, we can start off with the format. All right, let's do it. 
All right, so the format is uh, pool play. It's a round-robin uh, double elimination tournament. And then after that, the top two teams in each pool advance uh, to an eight-team single elimination bracket. So that's kind of, I, th- I think it's broken down to four pools, too. Yeah, it'll be pool A, B, C, and D. So it's just a tournament, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's a tournament where the, I think the top two teams, right, from each pool advance to the next round. And then, like you said, Ty, it's a single elimination, right? Yep. Cool. I know that the window of games, I think over an 11-day period, 11, 12-day period, teams would have to win or uh, play in seven games to make it to win the whole title, right? So you got uh, the opening round and then single game eliminations to get to the finals. So it's just a straight ahead, you know, team, the winner of pool A plays the second team of pool B, flip it the other way and the same way in C and D. And then it's after that, after pool play, you've got uh, to win two to get out of it and one to win the whole thing. So it's a fun format, I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like it a lot. I feel like they can uh, get a lot more games in that way. I feel like if they just did, like kind of March Madness style single elimination, it wouldn't be as exciting because teams would play one game or maybe once. I don't know if they would do series instead, but it, this way, like a, a lot of the teams get a lot of games in. Zach, what about you in the format? Do you like it? Yeah, I like how quick it is. Um, that way the teams can get back to their respective uh, spring training facilities and get it ramped up for, you know, opening day, April 1st, March 31st, whatever it is uh for for their for their team i like how it's really quick at the end semifinals finals bang 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 um i like the round robin rather than the double elimination that they tried out um i think it was 2009 they tried doing that double elimination where netherlands beat dominican twice and and knocked out dominican so there's a lot of controversy over changing the format and things like that so i like how they have it set up at this point We'll break down some of the teams who are favored to win. Zach, you'll do that in a second. Let's just go through the teams that are in this year's tournament. Like Ty mentioned, there are four pools, A, B, C, and D in the format. Each pool has five teams. So let's go through pool A really quick. In pool A, which would be played in uh, Taiwan, those games would include Chinese Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. Uh, pool B, which we played in Tokyo, Japan, those games, again, these are early March 8th through the 12th, 9th through the 13th in Japan. Um, that pool will feature Japan, Korea, Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. Going over to Pool C, those games will be played March 11th through the 15th in Phoenix, Arizona. You have Team USA, probably the favorite there, Mexico, uh, Colombia, Canada and Great Britain. Great Britain's an interesting team uh, to watch. Canada as well, but um, I'm really intrigued by by Great Britain. And then in Pool D, you have those games being played in Miami, Florida, March 11th through the 15th. Uh, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican, Israel, and Nicaragua. Um, that's kind of, that looks like mm-hmm. a tough pool, don't you think, Zach? <laughs> yeah, that pool's stacked. There's there's a lot of all stars in that pool. Pool D for sure. Pool, pool D, yeah, Pool D could, Pool D could win it all. So that's the, those are the the teams in there. Um, Zach, I know you're going to kind of run down some of those teams. Um, you mentioned Pool D. Um, is it going to be, is it just basically going to be Dominican versus Venezuela for the title there? Yeah, I, 
Puerto Rico has a lot of good players too. I mean, Ty, your Mets have Edwin Diaz uh, on, on the Puerto Rico team and Lindor. Um, but I mean, Dominican is just, just stands out. Like their offense is just unreal. Um, like I, I was looking at their team top to bottom dad and they like just their infield alone is just nuts. They got Manny Machado, Vlad Guerrero, Jeremy Pena at short, uh, Willie Adames, Wander Franco, and Rafael Devers. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Not to mention yeah. losing the outfield, right? You got right. Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez, Nelson Cruz at DH. Uh, Dominican is by far my favorite to to win the whole thing, just because of just because of the offense. I mean, I feel like the pitching, the the pitchers aren't ramped up yet, right? So right. the starters are only going to go however much that their MLB team is going to kind of let them go. Um, and it's going to be a lot of relievers. All the relievers are good, right? They have good arms out of the bullpen, but um, it could take the pitchers a little bit while to get back to that game game speed. And I think these hitters are just going to have a field day on, on some of these teams. How long do the starters usually last in these games? Like a couple innings or? It really just depends on the, well, it depends on the player, depends on, what the major league team has kind of like chatted with them on pitch count and feel and things like that. Um, so it depends. I mean, you'll, I'm sure we'll see the, the, you know, Japan, Korea, China, I'm sure those guys will go pretty deep. Um, but if they're like, if they're not signed to a major league contract, I'm sure they'll try to go pretty far if, if they're, if they're dealing. Right. Um, but it's depend on the workload. If they're a starter, if they're a reliever, um so we'll see i mean these guys are super competitive so they want to stay out there as long as they can obviously i i think there might be a pitch limit in the first round but um i, I read somewhere i think it's 65 pitches but still you know you, you have a couple of these guys that you know already been working out and getting their arms ready for this world baseball classic you know it's going to be i think pitching is going to be i think the team with the best pitching will will do the best so um i think um Coming out of Pool D, I like the Dominican. I think uh, uh, Israel's interesting because they have um, Ian Kinsler, I think, is the, is managing that team. And then uh, people aren't giving a lot of credit to Puerto Rico. It's not as strong as they have been. But Venezuela, <laughs> don't forget, Miguel Cabrera is playing this year. <laughs> Can never count out Miggy. No, uh, I think they could be. I think that I think Venezuela could surprise people though too. I think I don't think it's a given that the Dominican will win, even though on paper it looks like it. This is going to be super competitive. The games are in Miami, so you know it's going to be the atmosphere is going to be electric there. Absolutely, I wish we were going, Dad. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 tell me. Tie any more about Pool D before we go to Pool C? No, work. let's move on to Pool C. All right, in Pool C, this is these are the games. Uh, taking place in Phoenix, Arizona, as I mentioned, USA probably the the likely favorite. Uh, Mexico probably right number two. Um, what do you guys think about that, Zach? Yeah, I would think so. Um, I really like Urias um, with with Mexico. We'll see how uh, how much he can pitch. A um, couple guys making their debuts. I know Clayton Kershaw is making his debut for for the United States. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see some of these other other guys on the other teams um, compete. So it'll it'll be fun to watch. Ty, what do you think about Pool C? I think U.S. will do pretty well. They they have a lot of good players. They have Trout. They have Harper. Uh, 
They have Nolan Arenado. They, they have a really solid, I think, Trey Turner as well. So they have a really solid lineup. I guess I didn't I realize that Pool C and Pool D, those two winners will advance to the quarterfinals. And then, you know, someone from there is going to go on. So I don't know if it's it, it's it could be a easily a USA versus Dominican mm-hmm. in that in that round, right? To get to the championship. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think US has Mookie Betts too. Yeah, they do. So they look pretty good. Hopefully we see a Mexico upset though, right? Dad? <laughs> that would be something. I mean, I think I'm pitching to do that. Uh over in pool B, we've got Japan, Korea, Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how Japan doesn't win this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um Shohei, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll see what he does. It's gonna the place is gonna be bonkers out there for Shohei Showtime Mania. So it'll be a lot of fun to see the atmosphere out there. Where are these games being played at? Uh those games will be played in Tokyo, Japan. Um March oh, 19th, wow. 13th. Uh yeah, it's yeah, that'll be cool. Korea will will hang in there. It'll, it'll likely be Korea and in Japan that'll advance from, from pool B. And then in pool a, uh, those games in uh, Taichung, Taiwan, uh, March 8th through the 12th. We've got Chinese Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. Zane, or Zane, <laughs> I do it to you all the time, Ty. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got to be excited about Italy, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> only because only Mike Piazza is the coach. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Right. Uh, are they the favorite to win out of there? Or who, who do you think, Ty? Uh, I honestly don't know. Maybe Cuba. I don't think Italy will be that good. Um, right. I think maybe Cuba might be the favorite out of there. Cuba or the Netherlands also. A yeah. Choice, right. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, what do you think? Yeah, I, I could see um, Chinese Taipei doing pretty decent as well. Um, I feel like those those teams are just so disciplined, like. They they come out there and you don't you don't know who they are right right but they just like compete so that'll be that'll be fun to fun to watch some of those guys for sure yeah I feel like with that pool it's really anyone's I feel like any any one of those teams could do well it, it's going to be the most interesting to see like who's going to perform out of that one and, and it's like anyone's yeah it's up for grabs a little bit more yeah than some of the other pools. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so we're gonna run into. Uh, what do you want to run into next, guys? Um, players to watch. Players to watch. All right. Uh, so I, I had to go with someone from Italy, of course. Well, let's do it then, Ty. Go for it. Vinny Pasquinito, first baseman from Kansas City Royals. He's probably gonna be Italy's best player, to be honest. Uh, he he was in AAA for like half the season last year. Uh, he did pretty well with the Royals for the the second half of the season. He uh, I think he had ten home runs, hit three hundred. Um, he'll kind of play the role of like uh, Rizzo because Rizzo played for Italy first base. He's not playing this year, so I think he's going to be the the big bat for Italy, and and I think he'll do pretty well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Mike Piazza, you know, on the field coaching. Yeah, and uh, kind of directing that that squad and. Uh, I think they call him the Italian. I think they call uh, Vinny the Italian nightmare. So, <laughs> yeah, they do. 
So I think that <laughs> I think that's really interesting. Um, they also have uh, let's see, a couple. Other, they have some major. They have some major. The players with major league experience on that on that club. So I wouldn't yep, they have. Oh, uh, I see Matt, Matt Harvey's going to be Harvey. Yep, yeah, he's, which he's a free agent right now, but yep, he's going back to play. Very very cool. All right, Zach, let's get to your uh, your pick. Okay, yeah. So my pick, I had to go with the Seattle guy, right? Um, <laughs> so I'm going with Harry Ford. Harry Ford is a, a minor leaguer with the Seattle Mariners. He's their number one prospect. He's a catcher. Um, although they're kind of projecting for him to be maybe like a third baseman, even maybe outfielder as uh, time goes on, just because he's a crazy good athlete. Um, but he's only 19 years old. He's like, I think he's number 49 in the major league baseball top 100 prospects he'll be playing for great britain of all teams so his both of his parents are from great britain or they were born there um i believe his dad still lives there uh but in the qualifiers so this will be great britain's first appearance in the world baseball classic and in the qualifiers last fall harry ford was like the leading player for great britain batting three four in the lineup he batted 455 in the qualifiers and hit three home runs. He kind of led them to advancing to this World Baseball Classic, and a lot of the Mariners fans are excited to watch him, uh, you know, compete against the best players, right? Because, and he's he was drafted as a high school guy, and he he raked in. I think he was in single A last year, but now he's facing totally, you know, next step up of pitchers and things like that in this World Baseball Classic. So. Um, all of us Mariner fans were super excited to see Harry Ford uh, this this year. See what he can do. So he's yeah, was, he's for Great I, Britain. What pools? What pool is that again? Uh, Great Great Britain uh, plays in uh, Pool, pool C, C with Mexico and U.S. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he'll he'll face some really good pitching. Yep. Well, I was uh, looking at some players, and uh, before I before I say who it is, um, I spent some time doing research on um, on Team Japan. I, I just am intrigued. Obviously, you know, um, Otani will will be there. You Darvish. I mean, I think Japan um, of all the teams has some of the best pitching in the World Baseball Classic. Um, this team also has had some success over the years. I think that they're the most cohesive team out there at this caliber of the tournament so i wouldn't be surprised if they win at all i mean i think everyone's looking at us or dominican but japan could also do it as well and here's kind of why look at their outfield real quick before i get to my player here um suzuki who played for the cubs last year would be playing right field for uh for japan and uh you know he's a bona fide bona fide player um they also have lars newtbar from uh the cardinals who played in the major leagues last year and had a great season for them. Um, so they're going to, with this pitching staff, they have, all their pitchers are, are under the age of 30, right? And they all have great stuff and they play small ball. And I think that's kind of what's held them back a little bit on the world stage. But now with some of these big hitters on this team, I think they can compete at the higher level. Um, also playing for um, team Japan in the outfield is the Red Sox outfielder, Matasaka Yoshida. It'll be his first year. He comes from um, the Japanese league, and he's he'll be with the Red Sox this year. And uh, that outfield is loaded. But my pick is going to be <laughs> third baseman uh, Munitaka Murakami. This guy hit 56 home runs last year. Oh my gosh! 
Uh, he is a triple crown winner. He had one of the best seasons ever in Japanese professional baseball. Um, there, this kid is only 23 years old, and uh, he is a slugger. I mean, this guy just rakes. He hits the ball. He loves uh, balls thrown in the mid-90s and higher. He feeds off of fastballs. Um, he plays third base, decent, decent fielder. Steals some bases. He had 12 steals last year in the league. Uh, slugging percentage was um, over 700. He had 134 RBI. Um, he's an offensive machine. So I think you take a team like Japan that is known for playing small ball with good pitching. If you give some more offensive power to this team, now, you know, they might be down five to three going into late in the innings. And they might be able to, you know, get a three-run home run to put them in and give them the lead. So I think this team has more versatility than they have in the past. So I'm excited about Team Japan. I know it sounds weird for me, right? <laughs> I think I'd be rooting for Team Mexico, right, or the Dominican or Venezuela. But I'm excited about Japan. Well, Japan has won it twice too. They have, yeah. They, they won, won the first twice. one, 2006. They won it again, uh, 2009. So they they've been there. They they've shown they can they can compete. So they're always a favorite. Um, them, U.S., who won it in 17, Dominican won it in 13. Those are the four um, classics that we've we've seen so far. So those three teams right there that have all won it before, they're they're definitely going to stand out as potential favorites to win it again. Yeah. So I, I'm, I think and I, I can't wait to watch these guys hit. Um, Yoshida, I want to see how he plays, you know. And um, I think it'll be fun for Major League Baseball fans around the country, too, with spring training games. I know a lot of the – Major League teams are going to play these teams in exhibitions leading up to the World Baseball Classic. So, Zach, did you say the Mariners play, have a game? Yeah, the Mariners play Team Canada on March 9th. And uh, Canada has Matt Brash as a reliever, who's a reliever for the Mariners. So, that'll be pretty cool to see Brash play for Canada against the Mariners. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't. I've not looked at all that schedule. I did. I saw that a couple weeks ago. The schedule, the for spring training schedule. Because I definitely want to try to catch some of those games if I can. I'm heading down to, uh, to um, well, heading south. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see. We'll see if I can make it to one of the games, uh, for spring training. I don't know. You never know how things go. Um, but uh, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to do a big league dreaming podcast from Florida, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be awesome. From from anywhere where a baseball game is going on, it'll be fun. <laughs> all right guys anything else you guys want to add about the world baseball classic i just looked up real quickly with your pick that kid that hit 56 home runs uh i was interested how many games they play in the japanese league and it says 144 so that's almost 20 games less than mlb and he still hit 56 home runs that's pretty that's pretty crazy yeah i mean he had like i said uh, people are still talking about him and he's like he's only 23 i mean this this kid can this kid can hit so I think they're going to be a fun team to watch this year. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about it because, as you guys know, right, we're all excited. Um, the spring training is here, and uh, pitchers and catchers will report here soon. And uh, you've got uh, some games on TV, but now we have the attention of the World Baseball Classic starting in early March to go along with spring training games. So, um, before you know it, it's going to be not. Nah, it's gonna, baseball is here, right? Baseball is upon us. It is. Especially very, college, very excited. College What's that, Zach? So, yeah, very excited. Um, I think it'll also help if Great Britain does decent, uh, has a decent showing this year to give like some excitement for the London series because um, the Cubs are playing the Cardinals in June out in London. So maybe give 
give some fans some excitement to see some major league baseball come their way. Um, speaking of the Cardinals, Lars Newbar, dad, uh, I saw him a good amount here in Charlotte playing for the oh. Redbirds and our, uh, you know, our announcer guy would always have fun at fun with <laughs> Lars Newbar whenever he'd come up to bat. So I'll <laughs> always remember that name. Well, I know that uh, speaking of that European game, the game in London, I think next year MLB will return to London in 2024. And then in 2025, they're going to be in Paris. So um, so they're going to continue that trend, MLB, MLB trying to you know break into Europe there and give uh, fans out there a chance to game. So, yeah, Great Britain doing well would be would be good uh, for MLB. So um, but you never know. I was, I, when I when I found that out, I'm like, well. I've always wanted to go to Paris. Maybe 2025 is the year I go, you know? Yeah, might as well. Wouldn't it be cool? Only if the Tigers are playing. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for joining us. Thanks to everyone out there for joining us here on, on uh, Big League Dreaming, the podcast. We never even talked about our favorite teams, but you heard Zach talk about his Mariners. Ty talk about his Mets. I mentioned Miguel Cabrera, so... <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a Tigers fan, so there, there you go. It'll be fun. Uh, watch, watch Cabrera like be the MVP, right? Oh my gosh, you <laughs> never know. You never know. You <laughs> never know. He's gonna have a heck of a year this year, I think, with all his goodbyes and you know, farewell. Yeah, I think he will tour. It'll be a Miggy reunion. So yeah, <laughs> he loves the spotlight, and that's when he shines the best. So, all right, guys, thanks again uh, for joining us. Everyone listening, Ty, where can people get more information about our podcast? Yeah, you can follow us over on TikTok at Big League Dreaming. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Big League Dreaming, the podcast. You can check us out on all the streaming platforms of podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, all that good stuff. And you can always shoot us an email, bigleaguedreaming at gmail.com. Jump on an episode with us. We'd love to hear from you.